Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right. In today's episode, we are going to recap all the bowl games throughout the past week and preview all of the remaining bowl games except for the playoff. We will get to that in a separate episode. Uh, But first, uh, some quick notes. Coaching carousel, maybe it's done spinning. I don't know. But Jerry Kill uh, decided to step down at New Mexico State after an incredible job at New Mexico State. And they have promoted Tony Sanchez, the the wide receivers coach. And, you know, he has head coaching experience at UNLV for a few years. He went 20 and 40 there, 5 and 7 being his best season, which sounds awful. But really, you know, by UNLV's kind of recent history was not that bad. But uh, but still not super exciting. Uh, it's, I'm sure they're, of course, sad to see Jerry Kill go. Um, transfer portal. We talked about it last week. Walter Nolan, he has made it official going to Ole Miss. Obviously a huge uh, boost to their defense, their defensive line. And then other than that, we're, we're really waiting on some big quarterbacks. You know, uh, Will Howard is, was, I, th- I think, reportedly down to USC and Ohio State. Cam Ward still out there. Malachi Nelson from USC mm-hmm. is now in the portal. So we'll, we're just kind of waiting on that news. But... I don't know anything else to add, Trey, or should we just no, recap some Tate Rodemaker added to that, but you yeah, know, he's got some high school pedigree, but we'll see if it can pan out somewhere else. All right, well, let's uh, let's get right into to these bowl games then. All right, well, uh, let's start a recap back from uh, December 21st. We had the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, uh, South Florida against Syracuse. South Florida shut out Syracuse 45 nothing. And, you know, Bulls fans, get they get to kind of look forward to the era of uh, Byron Brown. Impressive freshman season for Alex Golish. Uh, he's the second USF player to have over 4,000 total yards. Quentin Flowers was the other uh, one. I was going to – you should have quizzed me on it, Trey. I was going to get I didn't want to put you on the spot. That was – would you, you think you would have got <laughs> No, that? I was thinking – right when you were saying it, I was, I was thinking Quentin Flowers. Oh, well, props to you. Props to you. I didn't want to put you on the limelight there, but uh, – but yeah, so they just Syracuse had no chance. So it's time for the Fran Fran Brown era to start there. Okay. Uh on Friday, December twenty second, we had the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl and Georgia Tech won thirty to seventeen. So great first season for or first full season at least for Brent Key there. Uh they they go seven and six and the Haynes duo led Georgia Tech to the win. So Haynes King, 89 rushing yards, 7.4 yards per carry. Jamal Haynes, running back, 128 rushing yards, 7.1 yards per carry. So just a dominant game on the ground. That it was. Uh, the 76 Birmingham Bowl. And I don't know if I mentioned they beat UCF. I don't know if I mentioned that. but Oh, yeah. Uh, disappointing year for, for them. 76 Birmingham Bowl on December 23rd. Uh, Troy lost to duke duke got the minor 17 to 10 upset their defense really held gunner watson in check troy really didn't move the ball all that well until late in the fourth quarter um you know despite the opt-outs and transfers it was a good way to finish the year for for duke finishing eight and five all right camellia bowl uh arkansas state northern illinois and highlight of this game was northern illinois northern illinois uh, converted a great fake field goal. So they flipped it to the kicker and he ran 32 <laughs> yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, midway through the game, they took a 21 seven lead. Arkansas state came back, but they, they ended up missing a two point conversion to tie. So they had yeah. to 
onside kick. They got it the they first time, but they called offside, which it was very close, very close. Um, Tough but call. Coach Jones was was not happy, but yeah, Northern Illinois wins twenty one nineteen. Uh, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Air Force beat James Madison 31-21. And, you know, Air Force just did what, what Air Force does. They they ran for 351 yards, held the ball for 37 minutes. You know, I, I know it's a it's a run-heavy option offense, of course, but but James Madison, they had the, the best rush defense in the country this year. Uh, Air Force gets their fifth bowl win in a row. It's just hard to prepare for them. Um and, you know, the Dukes, they got their first ever bowl game, kind of paying their dues. But, of course, none of their coaching staff was there, had some opt out, some transfers. So going 11-2, and two, not, not a bad year. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Georgia State just completely dominated Utah State, 45-22. And the, I was looking at the box score, and this is – I don't know if I've, I've ever seen this. I mean, it's not that crazy, but it seems a little crazy. So Georgia State rushed for 386 yards – and only two players had a rushing attempt. I feel like Whoa. these days in college football, at least one other running back's getting a rushing attempt or maybe like a wow, I don't know, backwards pass, something. Anyway, um, so that's all I had. That's my note for the game. I didn't watch <laughs> the game, so, so sorry for the yeah. short notes. The 68 Ventures Bowl, no contest here. South Alabama won 59-10. to 10. They had 627 yards. Uh, their freshman quarterback, Gio Lopez, threw for three touchdowns, uh, led the team in rushing. And it was the Jaguars. It was their first bowl victory in program history. Nice. Uh, SRS distribution, Las Vegas Bowl. Northwestern wins 14-7 to over Utah. Of course, neither offense could do very Oof. much, but Ugly. Utah turned it over three times. So that was part of the difference. And so Northwestern, 8-5 and season for, for David wow. Braun. And if you would have given me even money uh, on whether or not Northwestern was going to reach eight wins this year before the season, I probably would have bet like half of my net worth on it. So Unbelievable. I'm glad no one offered me that. Yeah. Um, the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, <clears throat> the Shants, they got the upset win here, 24-14. to 14. They were up 17 nothing early in the fourth. Uh, they kind of had to hang on. San Jose State cut it to 17-14. Um, but then they were able to, Ethan Vasco led a, a late six minute drive to, to kind of ice it and score a touchdown to put it away. So it was a good way for Tim Beck's crew to, to finish the year. They now head into the, the post Grayson McCall era. And did you see the, the Tim Beck photo with the cheerleaders on the beach? I did see they, yeah, they, did a lot they, of, they lot of drama because they, they had to take it down. Well, they didn't have to, but they did and blah, blah, blah. But mm -hmm. mascot was there too. <laughs> we're, we're having fun here yeah uh all right day after christmas we had the quick lane bowl uh minnesota threw for 1.6 yards per pass attempt <laughs> but they still got the 30 to 24 victory over bowling green uh because darius taylor came back from injury at running back 35 carries 208 yards and a touchdown that'll do um did you see got, cole kramer's uh girlfriend oh my quarterback gosh. from minnesota got got the that, uh what are the the catherine webb treatment yeah they didn't stop showing her or talking about her and i i kind of looked her up to see like am i supposed to know her like it was crazy oh that's why you looked her up mm -hmm. <laughs> hey my wife was right there <laughs> uh the serve pro first responder bowl 45 21 texas state in their first bowl game 
Uh, Rice had six turnovers in this one. No matter who they put in at quarterback, they they just kept throwing picks. Uh, Brian Holloway on Texas State had two pick sixes for the Bobcats. There was also a big man touchdown, 6'5", 320. Nash Jones caught one and ran it in. So there were some highlights, but but domination by Texas State. All right, guaranteed rate bowl, Kansas, UNLV. Point spread made a, a pretty big move the day of the game in this one. Uh, there was a rumor that Jason Bean maybe had the flu, something like that, but uh, he seemed to be okay. He, they got the 49-36 win and cover, and Bean threw for six touchdowns, 16 yards per pass attempt. Also had three picks. Maybe that was the, maybe that was the flu uh, on those passes. But um, Lance Leipold, now he had Kansas nine and four this season, and it's not even like a huge story. It's just kind of like we've adjusted to the fact that yeah, Kansas is good. It's just wild to think. I know. You did, now we expect it. We expect them to have a good offense, and yeah, pretty pretty impressive, especially without off and on Jalen Daniels. Yeah. All right, the Military Bowl on the tw- December twenty seventh, presented by GoBowling.com, Virginia Tech versus Tulane. Hokies pulled away in the fourth quarter. They won forty one twenty. Quarterback Kyron Drones he ran for one hundred seventy six yards. It was kind of a, a slop slop fest. A lot of rain. Green the Green Wave obviously shorthanded without Willie Fritz and and some of their players that they're transferring. Um, it was there was five turnovers in the game, but overall for Virginia Tech. Good finish to the year for for Brent Pry. Got some momentum in the program. All right. Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina versus West Virginia. Easy win for the Mountaineers, 30 to 10. So Neil Brown started the year on the hot seat and ends it at nine and four with a lot of hope headed into next year. Some talented young players on the roster. And the Big 12, you know, of course, with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, should be pretty wide open. That it should. All right, Michael, DirecTV Holiday Bowl. All I right. think you can clearly say that Clay, Caleb Williams was holding the Trojans back. I mean, mm-hmm. what it's it's obvious, but uh, it's Miller Moss time through six touchdowns. And this was it was a Holiday Bowl record, and it actually kind of surprised me that the record was only four, just because the Holiday Bowl is historically really? kind of that been renowned with record, offensive yeah. fireworks and stuff. But uh, but yeah. Rough finish to the year for for Louisville. They lost three straight, losing to their rival Kentucky, the ACC title, then their bowl game. I mean, they weren't at full strength in, in this one. I mean, we're still encouraged, you know, with with uh, Jeff Brom and his his stay at Louisville this time around, but uh, not not the best way. And there was an eggnog bath for for Lincoln Riley. You see that just got doused. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, I'm sure that photo is going to be put to good use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, the uh, Tax Act <laughs> Texas Bowl, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. Jalen Henderson got injured on, on the first play of the game at, at quarterback for A&M, and so the true freshman, Marcel Reed, had to take over and played pretty well, um, but just really didn't get any help from the running game. And so Oklahoma State won 31-23 with 402 passing yards from Alan Bowman and 10-4 season for Mike Gundy, just... Not at all what I expected this year, especially after the South Alabama loss, but here they are. I know. Uh, Thursday, December 28th, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Boston College, 23-14 upset. SMU, they finished this uh, as a 13.5-point favorite, but uh, BC's quarterback, Castellanos, did it with his legs. 156 yards, two touchdowns. Both those TDs came in the fourth quarter. Um, he gives the the Eagles something to kind of build on and be excited about going into next season. 
And, you know, at the end of the year, it snapped SMU's nine-game win streak. But, hey, they won the AAC, going to the ACC next year. Uh, I'd be encouraged by Rhett Lashley's uh, season, 11-win season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bad Boy Mowers, Pinstripe Bowl. Rutgers beat Miami 31-24. Always a good season at Rutgers. Winning a bowl game, that's that's uh, a nice season for them. And overall, I mean, it was a pretty evenly played game, but Miami lost the turnover battle and Rutgers blocked a punt for a touchdown. That was the, the major play in the game that swung things. So for Miami, disappointing seven and six season. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not too worried, honestly. Like it was as at least it was better than last season and they continue to stack high school recruiting classes together. So I think next year they'll take another step forward. Yep. The Pop Tarts Bowl, NC State, Kansas State, just I mean, you, they should make the Pop Tarts Bowl be the national championship. Like, what a what? A, I mean, did you see that they showed the mascot, the Pop Tart mascot slapping the ref on the the booty? That. Just like what a it's incredible. Now they're now they're eating the mascot. We're recording this as it's ending. Yeah, we're like, missing it. There, I know, it I know. I, I I'm sure it'll be. Yeah, we'll see it. But uh, but off the cuff, yeah, K State ended up pulling it out, twenty eight nineteen. They kind of led uh, most of this game. NC State just couldn't couldn't quite uh get over the hump but I, I will say for kansas state they they started avery johnson one of the higher ranked dual threat quarterbacks out of last year's class and he gives them um some hope here and i would be i'd be encouraged for for climbing and crew with with him heading in heading the heading the ship next year they look uh he looks like he could be a a force i'm just checking twitter right now i no no sign still the Pop-Tart is still intact. So. Did we talk last week about your favorite one? I think we did. but Yeah, we did. Yeah, brown yeah, sugar we, cinnamon for both of us. Yeah, we covered that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Valero Alamo Bowl, Arizona, Oklahoma, has not happened yet. We're, we're recording no. that. We're recording. Call your shot, Mike. Just uh, say what. You, you let me just get my sentence out. We are recording before that happened. Uh, call my shot? Okay. Well, you know what? I think OU's found a quarterback. I think Dylan Gabriel, bum. He is a bum. He is a bum. <laughs> Somehow I'm forgetting Arnold's first name for, for Oklahoma. What is his first name? Uh, five-star freshman, big-time recruit. Jackson. Jackson Arnold. There you go. Two <laughs> last names. That's what threw me. Actually, he's got more like a first name. A last name, then a first name. That's what threw me off. But yeah, no, he had a monster game. How could I have forgotten his name? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, he crushed he's it. He's not on a first name basis yet. So No, but he had uh, four touchdown passes. He had uh, 215 and, yards. And Noah Fafita, that last pick, just not good. Not I know. Good. I mean, Fafita's had a great season, so I'm not going to blame him too much. And it got tipped, you know, so yeah, it's not it, exactly it his deflected. fault. You're but, right. You know. It's good, good, good win for for Oklahoma. You know they're that's they're right. headed to the SEC next year off of a, <laughs> an Alamo Bowl win. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into. We'll start previewing uh, what we've got left here. Uh, Friday, December 29th, we got the Gator Bowl, Tax Slayer, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Clemson is favored four and a half against Kentucky, and this one's this one's tough. I'm going to give the points with Clemson. Uh, obviously, it's a disappointing year, eight and four. But they come in, they've won four straight. You know, Kentucky on the other side, they've lost five of seven. Klubnik, he looked a little bit better down the stretch. Um, he gets Antonio Williams back at wide receiver after missing the last five games. He was their leading receiver a year ago. So I'll give uh, Dabo's boys the nod here. All right. The 
Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Oregon State versus Notre Dame. Irish are favored six and a half. And I don't remember this ever happening. So Oregon State, of course, lost Jonathan Smith to Michigan State. Um, and Trent Bray, the defensive coordinator, got promoted. So they you know, promoted from within. And you've got this bowl game. You know, it's a it's a decent bowl game. You're playing Notre Dame, big opponent. And I'm sure the fans care very much about it. He's not coaching in it. He is just kind of... I haven't really... really dug into this too much I, I remember he announced that like weeks ago i think right when he was kind of hired that was kind of the plan i guess he just maybe was rather than prep for this bowl game he was spending time recruiting and the portal and, and maybe program, filling right? out his staff so uh Interesting. still very odd it's just very odd that he's not coaching in it not even as a, as on the defense but anyway um this game is full of opt-outs transfers yeah. injuries half of the starters are out um at quarterback, it's going to be Ben Golbranson for the Beavers, who at least has some experience uh, against Steve Angeli. I don't know for Notre Dame, and but Notre Dame, I think, was especially hit hard. They're going to be without eleven of their top twelve offensive players in terms of snap count. That's crazy on the season. Really crazy. So, I mean, for that reason, I got to take six and a half with Oregon State. Just the motivation factor, the David versus Goliath, especially with the mm-hmm. way Oregon State course is headed with conference realignment like i just think motivation and six and a half points against an offense that is missing so many pieces why not yeah uh the AutoZone liberty bowl memphis against iowa state the cyclones are favored 10 and a half uh it's a home game for memphis looking for their fifth 10 win season in program history iowa state they have uh they boast one of the best secondaries but one of their stars tj tampa is is opting out so it was a pretty decent year for Matt Campbell, um, you know, dealing with the gambling scandal and and then ne- losing earlier in the year to Ohio. Kind of after that, they weathered the storm and were able to kind of squeak out some wins and obviously get bowl eligible here. Uh, I'm going to take the 10 and a half, though, with Memphis. Seth Hannigan at quarterback. He's looking to cap a big junior season. And I was I saw that they're they're in the top 30 in the country in third down conversions, fourth down conversions and red zone offense. So maybe they can capitalize and at least uh, cover the 10 and a half. Okay. The first New Year's Six Bowl we are going to discuss here is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Missouri against Ohio State. I think as we're speaking, that line has been moving. Last I saw it was Ohio State minus four and a half. Um, not a, a ton of opt-outs as of recording. Marvin Harrison Jr. being the the main one for Ohio State. And, of course, Kyle McCord in the portal. Mm-hmm. So likely... Devin Brown, as long as he's fully healthy, going to be getting the start. And Missouri, pretty much at full strength. Um, I'm taking Missouri. I just think Marvin Harrison Jr., just such a big piece, obviously, of that offense. He's like seemingly half of their uh, receiving targets. And maybe that's an even bigger factor when you're you're going to the more inner, inexperienced quarterback. He, he would be nice to have that kind of security blanket. Um, and then I, I think that Against the run, Missouri's defense, well, I don't think it. They have been very good. They were second in the SEC in success rate allowed on the ground. So I think they have a good chance of, of keeping this game close, keeping it a, a 50-50 game. All right, I like it. All right, we got the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Ole Miss, Penn State. The Indy Lions are favored four and a half. Uh, it's their first ever matchup. And you know these two teams are, are similar where they're both 11-2, and two, but they were outmatched in in both the, their losses, the teams they lost to. Uh, looking at it for for Penn State, also this was a 
interesting fact. They'd be the first team to win all of the New Year's Six Bowls in their history. Not oh, that's not just in the New Year's Six era, but you know, overall. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with Ole Miss, taking the points here. Penn State seems to have more opt-out issues. Defensive end Chop Robinson is out. Their starting corner Johnny Dixon is out. Uh, some of their other draft prospects say they're going to play, but literally they, they they quoted, we might slow down in the second half. So hinting they, mm. they might just play the first half or something. So either way, I, I expect Lane's kind of up-tempo, quick offense to offset because Penn State does have a strength on, on the line, so maybe the up-tempo nature will kind of offset some of that with the quick strike. Um, and the Rebels themselves, they have a, a decent pass pass rush, so maybe they could get to Drew Aller and force a couple mistakes. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss uh, is next- going to be my lock, too, by the way. Oh, we're locking it in. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. Not, neither was I, clearly. <laughs> okay. Trans-perfect Music City Bowl. Auburn is favored 6.5 against Maryland. Both teams are dealing with some opt-outs and transfers. But the biggest one is Maryland quarterback Talia Tungavaloa. Billy Edwards is expected to get the start. Very little experience. So I'm going to take Auburn because their big losses for this game are in the secondary. And I'm not sure with, you know, with a backup quarterback that Maryland's going to be in a position to to capitalize on that, that weakness. And Auburn's just the much more talented team. I think the better coach team with Hugh Freeze laying the points. All right. Capital one, Orange Bowl. This is nuts. Georgia is favored 19 and a half. Seen some Oof. 20s out there occasionally versus Florida State. You know, before it's the national championship game. It is. It is. You know, two teams that even before kind of the 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 opt-outs that have happened, they, they didn't really want to be here. Obviously, they wanted to be in the playoff. And and even without that, I wish I wish the Knolls were at full strength, my, you know, minus Jordan Travis, because it, it could have been a great game. But now you've got the biggest spread of the the bowl season. Um, th- there's like 40 players not playing in this game for both sides. Like, it, and I'm not joking with that number. It's it's there's it's just who knows what's going to happen. Um, it, I'm going to I'm going to give the points with Georgia. I mean, I don't know Florida State. They got to start their third stringer Brock Glenn because, like I said, Rodemaker's in the portal. Um, he's going against a defense that he's obviously never seen before. All of his top receivers are out basically. Um, it really seems like every Florida State star is opting out. Uh, Georgia has Carson Beck going. He'll be ready to roll. Don't see really much resistance uh, from the Knowles defense, especially without a guy like Jared Verse. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Uh, Barstool Sports, Arizona Bowl. It's Toledo against Wyoming. Cowboys favored three and a half. And I get that Daquan Finn being out at quarterback for Toledo is a big deal, but I still was mildly surprised to see Wyoming as as a three and a half point favorite here. So. I will take the points with the Rockets. Um, Tucker Gleason is going to get the start at quarterback. He's at least you know somewhat experienced, so he's I think a capable backup. He can run the ball a little bit himself. And Toledo is just arguably better on both sides of the ball uh, this season if you look at the adjusted efficiency numbers compared to Wyoming. So I will say the Rockets play spoiler in Craig Bowles' last game as a, as a head coach, and I'm going to make that my lock. All right, New Year's Day. We got the ReliaQuest Bowl, Wisconsin versus LSU. LSU's favored ten. Obviously, Jaden Daniels is out. Um, this game's this game's hard. Uh, LSU's defense—they've been very vulnerable this year. But I'm not sure the Badgers are you know are ready to expose them. Uh, they were you know their offense was pretty average this year as they transitioned to the new offensive system under Phil Longo. Braylon Allen is opting out. So is the starting center. Uh, 
they they also lost a starter on all three levels of their defense, which is usually their calling card. So I'm going to give the points with LSU. Garrett Nussmeyer, he's still at least capable at quarterback, and they have he has so much skill talent around him, including Malik Neighbors, the Blitnikoff winner. So I'm going to give the points with the Tigers. Okay, uh, next New Year's Six Bowl we have here: Verbo Fiesta Bowl, Liberty against Oregon. Oregon's favorite, sixteen and a half. I'm going to lay those points. I just think this Oregon team is very scary and this is a, a big step in step up in class for liberty and maybe could get ugly hate to bet against jamie chadwell especially with time to prepare um and maybe if if there's more opt-outs that that pile up for oregon uh maybe i'll be wrong here but you know they are already down troy flank franklin at wide receiver and, and a couple more guys but bo Nix is playing that's the big one bucky irving at running back is playing so i think this team's going to be motivated they've got their leaders i say ducks win easy all right, the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. You got Iowa and Tennessee. Tennessee's now favored six and a half. Uh, that line moved down because Joe Milton opted out to go to the NFL draft. So it's it's Nico time for for the Vols. And I personally, I hope he shows something, uh, can live up to some of the hype and, and give Vol fans some excitement heading into the offseason. But I am going to take Iowa. Um, you know, it's a nasty Hawkeye defense it's going to be tough for the the freshmen to have consistent success against. Um, as of now, there's no opt-outs for Iowa. Tennessee's also going to be without top two backs, Jalen Wright, Jabari Small. Uh, you know, Obviously, the concern when I take Iowa is that offense, especially against a pretty decent Tennessee defense. The total is around 35, so obviously it should be lower scoring. We know Iowa can set up some short fields with the defense. Um, maybe they'll ugly the game up, and so I'm just going to take those six and a half points. Okay, well, there you have it. That'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Uh, like I said, be sure to uh, subscribe if you haven't already and, and be on the lookout for our next episode, which will be previewing the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. So we will talk to you then.